Greater Cleveland RTA's trains are nearing the end of their useful life, but the agency has rejected a bid to replace them and will start the process anew. Cedar Point's big wage boost has had the unintended consequence of making life difficult for others in the Sandusky tourism industry. And good luck finding a kayak or paddleboard this season. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and the Plain Dealer for Monday, June the 14th. Fly the stars and stripes today. It's Flag Day. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. The Greater Cleveland Regional Transit Authority on Friday canceled its first attempt to find a manufacturer for new rail cars after it received only one proposal that did not meet its needs. RTA intends to start the search over again as it remains committed to replacing its aging light and heavy rail car fleet. A consultant in 2019 concluded the Red Line's heavy rail fleet was generally in poor condition and had a useful life of at most five years. The light rail fleet, which serves the blue and green lines, has a useful life of 10 years or less. RTA, in its February request for proposals from rail car manufacturers, sought one standardized fleet of cars that could run on all three lines, a somewhat specialized product, but one that RTA said would make maintenance easier and reduce costs. Manufacturers had just three months to develop and submit responses to RTA's original request. Though two vendors initially showed interest, only one submitted a formal proposal. The cancellation comes a month after transit advocacy group All Aboard Ohio filed a complaint with the Federal Transportation Administration's Inspector General saying RTA had refused to extend deadlines for other potential bidders. Cedar Point's decision to boost wages to $20 an hour to get enough workers to keep the park open full-time has had the unintended consequence of drying up the potential workforce for the rest of the Sandusky tourism industry. Business should be booming this summer in Sandusky as tourists return in droves following a year of pandemic-induced isolation, but many businesses cannot find workers forcing them to cut back hours or contemplate major wage increases to compete with Cedar Point. The quandary is leading to long-term questions about the tourism economy. Kayaks and paddleboards join a growing list of products suddenly hard to come by thanks to supply chain disruptions, so getting out on the water might be a little harder this season. As was seen with food, personal protective equipment, and fitness equipment, the pandemic upended supply chains for sporting goods like paddleboards and kayaks. It also has put many paddling and other water sport manufacturers in a compromising position and wondering what to do next. Factories across the globe had to shut down during the pandemic, and many are still not fully reopened. That means a tight supply and higher prices, both for purchasing and renting kayaks and paddleboards. For more than a month, leaders in Ohio's largest cities have known exactly how much money they're receiving from the American Rescue Plan, while government authorities in smaller municipalities are still waiting to hear how much they'll get, if anything. 
Stimulus Watch reporter Robin Goist used U.S. Census data and guidelines provided by the U.S. Treasury to estimate that Cuyahoga County's smaller governments could receive a collective $64.3 million, with another $108.5 million going to towns in Summit, Lorraine, Lake, Medina, Portage, and Geauga counties. You can see what your community might get in Robin's story on Cleveland.com. The Sisters of Charity Foundation of Cleveland wants to make a health campus in the city's central neighborhood to help bolster medical and social services around the St. Vincent Charity Medical Center. The charity and ministries involved own more than 17 acres they believe could become a development that would help the entire neighborhood. The hospital will anchor the development, which will be known as St. Vincent Charity Health Campus, Sisters of Charity has hired Mass Design Group of Boston to develop plans. The firm will first talk with residents and leaders at organizations in the area to determine what services are needed, addressing social determinants, poverty, racial segregation, and upward mobility. Mass Design will finish collecting feedback by the end of the year. After that, the firm will create a plan for the campus. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer.